what? I got a fever. You give me fever, fever in the morning. A fever all through the night. Low their chances are right now. Any of these 26 prospects. I don't give a shit who they are. Uh, Want to play Would You Rather? Sure. All right. Uh, ADP Would You Rather with um, Hawk Kittle Goddard. We kind of already looked at this a little bit. Hawk at the 408. Kittle at the 512. Goddard at the 608. Um, I probably end up with Hawk in that situation because, you know, we talked about who was going around him and, you know, if DK went before him, you know, in, in ADB. So if, if DK goes first, then I'm probably not taking any of the other guys over Hawk. So, but Goddard's close and I, I don't like Kittle at that ADP. Friar Moose at the seven eleven, Najoku at the ten oh one. Dulcich at the 1108. Dulcich. Dulcich is going tight end 14. In it. I mean, I, I have him above both of those guys, so that's an unfair question. I mean, well, and, and I have him below both of those guys, and I still might take him among those three at cost. Like, he's he's really gotten hit by the um, – although not so much, like, in this particular situation because he's going before Chig, but he's gotten hit by the Chig hype. He's gotten hit by in ADP Laporta and Mayer and Kincaid entering the mix. Like it's almost like he's a he's a value, right? Which is kind of weird because he's so buzzy, right? You know, that's weird. I mean, he was like double Jig's value just a month ago. Um, let's see here. Uh, Comet at the twelve oh two. McBride at the 1304. And then one of the two guys that we're, I still want to talk about, Gerald Everett at the 1607. I'll take McBride. Assuming that I probably already have a tight end by this time in the draft. Right. It'd be tough for me not to take McBride. Because that's tight end 17. Gerald Everett at the 1607 at tight end 25. Still younger than Kittle and Waller. And a Kellen Moore, Justin Herbert offense with the health considerations of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, who also both, by the way, are going to cost the team over $30 million in their cap hit, I think, next year. One of them might be gone. I, I think he's becoming a, a bit of a value. I, I think I might take Everett there. Yeah, I like him as a tight end three that could possibly perform as a tight end two. You know, I just – I I I'm now up to 33 tight ends. I just put them on my list at 26 below fan. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Oh, yeah. Um, are we going to tell like some fairy tale about Hayden Hurst? And I guess Bryce Young is going to need to throw to a tight end. And who else does he have? And blah, blah, blah. 
I mean, I don't necessarily think that Hayden Hurst's 2023 outlook is really all that much worse than his 2022 results were because of the fairy tale you just said. And because I think feeling as a professional, uh, you know, receiver is, you know, is going to get open a little bit. He's going to be a good, going to be a good safety blanket. We don't know much about how Mingo is going to turn out. Chark takes the top off a of defense. We don't know like how useful that's going to be. Like it's it, the weapons in, in, in Carolina aren't that much better if at all than the, the weapons in, in, in Houston for, for Stroud. And, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I got Hurst, uh, I think at 32, as far as tight ends go. So it's not like, I'm like, Oh, he's, you know, tight end 19 or, or whatever, but I, I'm sorry. I have him at, uh, where do I have him? Oh, 36, even lower. Like, but yeah, I mean, I could see him having a pretty decent year close to his 2022 numbers as like an almost afterthought on Cincinnati, as opposed to like a not afterthought in Carolina, kind of evens out maybe a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Meh. All right. That's how, that's how all these, these guys are at this point. Eh? Yeah. yeah. If they're at the um, end of my roster, I won't, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't kick them out of bed for eating crackers. I see. I would, I, as as much as like. <laughs> what I if have, it was lasagna? Oh no! Okay, I zero eating. In, there's no eating in bed. <laughs> okay, that's no you're bed. my wife. That's my wife. In my household, there's no house. eating in bed. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. There's things that I do that are definitely messy and disorganized. Right. But we all have our things. There is no eating in bed. <laughs> well, <laughs> certain kind of eating in bed, but right, 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 right. I'm old so, enough to remember when the wet spots on my sheets were not from the, my dogs licking their paws. <laughs> okay. Me too. I don't even have a dog. All right. So um, <laughs> young athletic tight ends uh, that are like non-traditional inline tight ends who could break out. Chig at the 11-11. Likely. At the 1505. Okay. Jawan Johnson at the 1605. Yeah, I'd rather have him. And then of course, you know, Woods around later at 1707, who you don't like at all. So it would be, it would be, it would be Jawan Johnson there. Yep. I think given the prices, yeah, I'm going with Jawan in the 16th as opposed to um, I've I mean, I've got them ranked in that order. Um, but I think when it comes to cost, yeah, I'm going. I don't understand the Chig hype. Um, I just chick- don't understand why they think that like it was more than a flash. And that if he was such a big deal, why weren't they in on him before that? Who who's they? I don't know. They the well, ether. I think there were some some people like I think I had him like ninth or tenth or whatever in, in my tight end rankings i just knew he was like you know big athletic you know tight end and and then he had some good numbers at the combine or whatever and so I was like, oh, i'm interested right but like you know definitely not on my radar i'm not saying i was like in on chick from the beginning right but you adjust right and when you're looking at a, a guy who this is all pre-d hop had the 
targets per route run, right? Like target share, yards per route run, right? Like even if it's a small sample size, when you look at that efficiency and you say the volume could be there and he's not playing with Malik Willis and Josh Dobbs, there's reason to like him. I mean, maybe a little overhype, sure. And as you can see, even though I like him, I'm off him at cost in, in a lot of situations. He's playing with noodle arm and possibly brained Tannehill. It's not that much of an upgrade. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, I, I, I saw him as a dart throw, and now I see him as a dart throw that flashed a little, so there's a little positive about him and a reason to keep him at the end of my roster. But, but he's not know. a reason to be confident as my tight end too if i'm trying to compete at all well i mean confident tight end too if you're trying to compete no you're looking for proven floor and things like that sure but um but it's a matter of like when i look at a cross like i have 40 teams and how much exposure do i have to him that's that's a different calculus so um i just see he him and dulcich is just they're just worlds apart from each other i i prefer dulcich um i don't know about worlds but I remember last year when we were talking about some of this stuff, you're like, oh yeah, Jay, he's got like a 30 yard, 40 yard catch every game. Like we were excited about. Sure. You know. But I mean, he it was like three or four games in a row. That's a flash. You know, that's not extended production. Um, all right. Ultimate tight end waiting game, tight end chicken. Right. You haven't gotten any of the top three. Right. Mm -hmm. Hawk at the 408. You're going to like this one. Garrett Higby, tight end 29 at the 17. Oh, oh, I did it again. Garrett Higby is a former student of mine. Tyler Higby. Shout out, shout out, Garrett Higby. Um, Tyler Higby, tight end 29, the 1708, tight end 29. Unless you are a puka truther, who else is Matthew Stafford throwing the, the ball to after Cooper Cup? I get that Higby's 29 or whatever, or pushing 30, but when we're talking about volume being king, I think there's a definitely a reliable amount of, amount of targets there. And yes, we don't love the offense, but you know, at the same time, a big slice of a small pie can be as good as a mediocre slice of a big pie. I don't like, I'm not saying I love Tyler Higby. You're making a face like, but Ty you remember Tyler remember 29 in the 17th round? Like, what are we doing here? That's around where I have him. Do you remember what it looked like last year when they did that? When Tyler Higby was their second off option in their offense? It was fucking dog shit. It, I could smell it through the TV. It was the worst looking offense I well, saw. It, well, Tyler Higby as a number two, as a number two target last year was disgusting. And they saw it too and did everything they could to stop doing it. So if that's your argument, I don't even want to watch it. I'll turn I'll turn if that's the only game on, I'll go play badminton instead. You're with a <laughs> rep, with a reportedly healthy Stafford, 
right? With an offense that may not be great, but it's not going to be the dog shit it was at the end of last year that gets Cooper Cup back. You're 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 telling me if you're in a startup, I mean, okay, obviously the hawk. I'm thing talking is, about is, the is, dog shit at the beginning of last year. Obviously, the hawk thing, you know, it's it's I'm kind of kidding. You would you would want hawk, but like you're telling me that you're gonna take Tyler Higby, right? It's 1708, the tight end 29. Right, you're telling me he's uh, two whole rounds worse than Irv Smith. Yes. You're telling me he's five whole rounds worse than Cole Komet. I have it at 27. I'm at 24. It's not like I'm trailing you by that much. I mean, I have him. I, I have him above Hayden Hurst, and likely. So you know? uh, I have him above Hayden Harris. I'm I'm well behind likely. He's going behind Darnell Washington and Jelani Woods. That's ridiculous. Going Sorry, to, I'm not... <laughs> he's going a full a full round after Gerald Everett. I mean, he should not that Gerald Gerald Everett is a, is a skilled machine, but. Uh, okay, he's he's more capable than Higby. Let me put it. Okay, now now different they should have they should have kept Everett and let Higby go. By the way, they'd be much better off right now. Probably true. So remember last time with the wide receivers, I said there's kind of two ways to look at value as far as ADP goes. It's relative to where other tight ends are being taken, but it's also like who else is going in that round, right? Let me read the 17th round off to you, right? Okay, Dwayne McBride, gross. Ezekiel Elliott, Adam Thielen, Jerome Ford. I like. I, yeah, I, think, I like him. I, I, I think at, yeah. at, at he's RB, the prize of that round. At RB fifty-eight in the seventeenth round, that's yeah. yeah. All right. Michael Gallup, gross. Jelani Woods, Ceh at RB fifty-nine. That you, you know you're taking a swing there, maybe, but still, it's yeah, yeah right. Eric Gray, especially if Saquon holding out, right? Yeah. Um, Zay Jones, Stetson Bennett. Oof. Yeah. I, I mean, mean there's a bunch if, of names I'd rather have than Higby. Even if your build by then looks like you're a young team and you're not going to compete, what do I need a 29-year-old tight end for? You you take him, and then when in the first three weeks when he's getting nine targets a game, you trade him for a third round pick. Nah, you can get more than a third round. Okay, <laughs> someone should be smacked if they give up a second round pick at any I point. Didn't, during the I season. didn't say a second. I said more than a third. So all right, a third right, and a fifth. So, so we are we are not seeing eye to eye on on Higby as a sneaky buy. Gross. Right. I just want you did you didn't watch it. You obviously didn't see it happen. It's it's possible that, that that that's true. That I saw it on red zone less than you did. That 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 is true. Um, okay. Want to play combo platter now? Oh sure. Can mine be poo poo platter? Sorry, I good out myself. Oh, I I, I used I used to belly laugh at poo poo platter when I was a kid. Um, so, uh, pits at the three oh six. And Elijah Moore at the eleven oh one, 
or Tyreek at the 304 and Evan Ingram at the 1105. Who was my first wide the wide receiver in the first one? Elijah Moore at the 1101. I'm going to go with the second one. Yeah. Right. I mean, because Ingram has tight end one upside. I'm not sure Elijah Moore has the upside to, although, you know, is tight end 12 and wide receiver, I don't know, 28 similar production, you know. 37, I forget. I have lower than that. Well, I'm but. saying, I'm saying, like, I have Elijah Moore tight at wide receiver 34, but I'm saying, like, if he performs, like, in the yeah, higher, the higher range of his outcomes, you 34. know, it, is that the same as, you know, a low end tight end one or high end tight end two? But anyway, yeah. but no, like, yeah, yeah it, I hear you. I think the combo there of of value, I think, is is better on on the second one as well. I would agree with you there. So. I'm not going to read the picks anymore. Like it's just basically like I'm, I'm doing similar ADP ranges. So just keep that. So Goddard and Khalil Herbert. Dobbins and Chick. Goddard and Herbert. That was pretty quick. That was a pretty easy one for you. Yeah, I can't. I can't risk going in with Chick. As a starter. There's no chance. It doesn't necessarily mean he's your tight end one. It just means. Mm, even if he's my tight end two. Yeah, maybe if he's my tight end two. But the difference between Dobbin, Dobbins and Herbert is less to me. I think Herbert's going to have a good role. Okay. Um, Hawk and Miles Sanders. Etienne and Waller. Um, that's tough. I, I think, uh, I think uh, Etienne and Waller, maybe that's really tough, man. That's really close. I wanted, like, I, I wanted to go with the first one first, but I'm, I'm just thinking about like windows for each player. And it sort of works out kind of the same, but at different position. So it's that's a tough one. Yeah, I would I would go with the first. I think I'm I think the fact that I'm like well below, I shouldn't say well, but I'm below market on Etienne, especially burning a fourth round pick on him. I think I would go with the the Hawk and, and Sanders combo. Oh, that's the situation. I'm taking Etienne in the fourth. I'm probably never gonna do that, by the way. I'm probably never gonna take Etienne, I might take a running back, but not. It, it would have to be if somebody else fell. His ADP right now is the four hundred six. Yeah, I don't see myself doing that. All right, so Trevor Lawrence, a quarterback to you like? Do Mark, An- sure, Mark Andrews. Cooper Cup, Tony Pollard. All of those things. Right. Okay. I like it. Herbert. Quarterback two you like. Tua. Gibbs. Hawk. 
Judy. Pick between those two, and then I'll give you the third, so you don't have to remember three. But the second one kind of falls apart at the end with the Juju show. But I think the I'm sorry, one. Judy, Judy, not Juju, Judy. Oh, Judy. Yeah, yes, the second so. one. All right. So now it's Herbert, quarterback two, Gibbs, Hawk, Judy. Yeah, that's a me team right there. That's yeah. I had three wide receivers to choose from. I purposely chose Judy on that one. And I purposely chose Cup on the other one. I'm trying to push your buttons. All right. <laughs> so Herbert, let's say Tua, Gibbs, Hawk, and Judy are like your rounds one through five. Yeah, I like that. Or I Lamar, Tua, mm, Slim, Etienne, and Kittle. Second one. So yeah, I saw what you tried to do there, but Kittle is a deal breaker. So you're still going with the Herbert one? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and also Lamar is quite a bit of a downgrade from Herbert. Okay. So I think I think a lot of people don't see the gap between Herbert and Lamar, I think, as big as you do. And I don't think they see the the gap between Hawk and Kittle as big as you do. They will um, they will when they see the gap between <laughs> Lamar's shoulder blades or knee ligaments or whatever the next injury is. Well, I think that's a little overblown. But anyway, I um, so you took the the one where with the middle tight end, not the most expensive, not the least expensive. You took the middle. Yeah. Do you want I, to talk? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I probably would have taken. I probably would have taken the last one, even though I'm not big on 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 Etienne. I might have rolled the dice on one more year of of Kittle at, at cost, but I don't know that Trevor and Mark Andrews one mm, with Pollard bringing up the rear there. I got a couple more for you, not not many more. What were you going to say? I was going to ask you if you wanted to talk about. Um your strategy on your startup pick that's coming up soon. Um, sure. Yeah. Let me pull that up. You're up in three picks and then I'm up in two picks after you. Okay. Um, do you want to do that after a couple more combo platters and then. Sure. These are starting to hurt my brain, but yes. Okay. All right. The five, the five player ones are hard. Okay. Um, You, you used to write these things down. Maybe that's why I should be doing. I just thought about that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't love me anymore. You're not writing these things down. Man, it's been a long day. You know, I, you know when I get up. Do whatever. This is only the second time we're ever recording in daylight, which is interesting. Okay. Um, do whatever fits your brain. I don't want you to be tired. I don't want you to have your head hurt. Do whatever okay. fits, fits your brain. I'm playing with my fidget toy. Keep my brain soothed. Right. Okay. Goddard is your tight end one. Deontay Johnson is your wide receiver three. And your running back three is your choice of Roshan, B-Rob, James Conner, or A.J. Dillon. 
Roshan or AJ Dillon. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, AJ Dillon. All right. So Goddard is your tight end one. Deontay is your wide receiver three. Dylan is your running back three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you could leave the start up with Dobbins is your running back one. Najoku is your tight end one. Mingo Lockett or Downs is your wide receiver three. Definitely in the second one. Okay. Because I'm not down. I, like I'm I'm not really I, I don't really like Deontay Johnson that much. Okay. Although as a wide if wide receiver three, that's not bad. That's why I, I'm I'm putting those numbers there, right? Because that's kind of how I don't love like, him. If you're taking him in this combo and at cost, it's probably your third wide receiver, right? Okay. So right now you're you're with the Dobbins one. Now compare that to I'm gonna I'm gonna really Push your buttons here. Uh, well, if I gave you the choice between Burks, Pickens, and Debo as your wide receiver two, you'd pick Debo, right? I guess. Okay. So yeah. Debo. So Debo's your wide receiver two, right? Uh-huh. Do you want your running back two to be Akers, Aaron Jones, or Mixon? Next. Okay. Mixing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Know? Now that he redid his contract, he's definitely, he's definitely there this year, maybe next. All right. So Debo's your wide receiver two. Mixing's your running back two. Dulcich is your tight end one. So Dobbins running back one, Najoku tight end one, and whatever receiver you wanted as your third receiver from that group. Debo, your wide receiver two, mixing your running back two, and you waited and took Dulcich as your tight end one. Who were the three t- uh, wide receivers that I had to choose between again? I'm sorry, Mingo, Lockett, and Downs. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, I guess Lockett. Um, well, I guess I'm going with the first one. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm still sticking with Dobbins and Joku and Lockett. This I don't like this old ass and then unproven tight end combo. And then, like, if I were to pick like Pickens or Aaron Jones, it doesn't really make it better, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I got to go with the Dobbins package. And 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 why why we're playing this is like. Though each of the three choices in the columns on the Chinese food menu that we just did, they're all in the ADP range, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, one, it, the it, round six is going to be your running back one, your tight end one, or your, or your wide receiver one, right? Like, and that's why I put those numbers in front of it. Like, would you want to yeah. come out of the draft, right? Like you went and spent on Goddard as your tight end one. And then by the 11th round or whatever, ninth, 10th round, you know, you're looking at your, now you're grabbing your running back three and it's AJ Dillon. Or would you rather have taken Debo around the Goddard range as your wide receiver two, secured Mixon as your wide receiver two, and then waited all the way to take Dulcich until you're tight end one? You know what I'm saying? Like those are all yeah. different ways that you can play the board that at cost are kind of all the same what kind of roster do you want to come out with? 
I'm so unhappy with Debo and Mixon, though. Like, I've been trying to trade away both of those guys all offseason. So, like, I'm just been divesting, but so I can't really go with a roster that looks like that because there's at cost, there are two players I'm not going to draft. There you go. Right. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm more likely to go with the first one with Goddard, DJ, or uh, yeah, Deontay Johnson and AJ Dillon okay. and then the third one. Just, okay. So, I mean, I think our conclusion with the wide receivers was, I think, in some ways, our conclusion with everything else, and that's fine value. But I think with tight end, it becomes a little different because the, the, the cliff to the wasteland starts earlier. Yeah. And, and the wasteland is pretty flat. But I will say this. You can stare the devil in the face and wait and still get a startable tight end as the last tight end, right? My 12th tight end is Waller. Yeah. Who you like actually higher than that, right? Right. And my 12th is McBride, but you know, my 13th is Ingram's who you like. as Right. Nine. So yeah. there's a guy there that I'm, I'm happy enough starting if I just went value in other places. So yeah, I, I just I I think it's just wherever you see the value. But yeah, waiting is not, waiting is not a bad idea. Trying to figure out who's gonna have the tight end one through three year is a really tough thing to do. Changes every so. year except for Kelsey. What, one more question before we get to the to the startup stuff. Does like a 1.75, a 2.0, or a start to change the way you look at any of these guys like you know for example hawk's value is in targets right so does that you know separate him from i don't know i don't know uh, najoku even further in a 1.75 or does does a guy that you have below one guy get get higher you know maybe there's like a high octane offense like um i don't know we we like we like goddard in the high octane offense in um in in philadelphia but his 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 touchdowns are low it's more of a target thing so if it was like a 1.5 premium where the targets are not as uh favored as in a higher premium you know uh maybe you i don't know roll the dice on like a on like a kincaid you know uh take it and take him above him right that kind of stuff does any of this change with with or does it all pretty much stay the same it pretty much kind of stays the same. Yeah. I will I mean, say if that it's, if it's a lower, like if it's lower, if it, there's no tight end premium of where it's 0.25, yeah. then all of this gets unweighted quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We probably should have said at the top, we, we pretty much exclusively play in tight end premium. So right. like, that's kind of what the lens we're looking at. And that's where all the ADP comes from. Uh, I would say in a 2.0, I might bump a guy like Schultz or McBride or even a little lower down in the, um, in the, in the rankings, uh, uh, a Higby and Otten or a Hurst simply because of the, like, what else is around them kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the amount of targets that they're going to get, you know, I think is important there, but that's maybe about it, you know. 
All right, let's talk about this current startup. Uh, it started at uh, 12 noon. It is now uh, eight o'clock and we've had uh, five picks made. So it's a very Brian draft. Uh, so uh, first five predictably are, are the top five, uh, pretty much everybody's consensus top five quarterbacks, uh, just in some order. Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, Herbert, and Burrow. And the 106 is on the clock. I have the 108. So it's a third round reversal. I wanted to take the 107 in the Derby because uh, I kind of felt like I talked a few episodes ago. There's like 7.75 quarterbacks I'm comfortable with. And I thought like that guarantees me one of the seven. And especially if somebody takes a Jefferson or Chase, it guarantees me. Right. So having the seven already taken, I just took the eighth. I think I still think it guarantees me a good quarterback. I think especially if, if a Jefferson or Chase go six or seven, I'm going to be with a quarterback that I really like. Um, and I think because of the third round reversal, on the way back, and I probably shouldn't say this because you're in the league, but I may be less prone to double tap a quarterback or trade up to get that second quarterback because a Kyler or a Tua or something like that might be there at my 305. That's kind of how I'm looking at the first few picks. Gotcha. Who are you taking with your first pick? Yeah. Who are your like next three on your board? Well, In no I, order. I have the unpopular opinion that there should be about 12 quarterbacks taken before Jefferson or Chase get taken. Oh, okay. So um, essentially there's, you know, uh, Lamar, Lawrence and, and Fields. And I'm just, I'm going to take one of those, you know, gotcha. yeah. I'm hoping that it's Lamar or Lawrence. I think Fields certainly has a huge ceiling. He has the shakiest floor. And if I'm looking for that stuck quarterback in the first round in a super flex, I probably want. Lawrence or Lamar more than I want Fields. Yeah, I think Trevor is, but I assume he's going to go next. Um, right, you never cool. know. You never know. So I picked two two spots after you. Um, I, I have one ten, so pretty much the ideal spot. This is this was my one hundred one in the Derby. Um, I have ten players that I think are elite, that I don't have to think about in a row. Um, and I'm going to get one of them, right? So I'm happy with that. Um, I include Chase Jefferson and Fields in that. So mostly because it's a $20 league, and I think it would be fun to do a different build. Yeah. So like if this was a $500 league, I, I would have chosen earlier in the draft and made sure that I got a quarterback that I was more comfortable with. But as it stands, you know, I get the 110 and then I think I can get a quarterback coming back around. Mm -hmm. Not a hundred percent sure. Um, you know, I've looked at that. You know, if if the the last couple quarterbacks on my board aren't there, Watson to a Kyler, I think two is going to be there. So I don't really have to worry about it. But you know, do I take it's a tough call there? Who do you take? Um, 
Bijan, JT, Kelsey, AJ Brown. Those would be like the next players on my board. If yeah, mm-hmm. if all of those quarterbacks are gone, who would you who would you be looking at? So you're talking about at, at your two hundred three? Yes. And and who's gone? Uh, let's see. You know your top eight, and then Watson, Tua, and Kyler. Dak is still there as well. I would. So that's, enter- it's, I would he's on my list. I would definitely entertain Dak. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think he, I think the offense isn't going to be as dynamic this year, but I, I'm probably taking Dak in a startup before I start thinking about the rookies. Yeah. I don't have the rookies on here. I have like JT. Well, I'm sorry. I don't have the rookie quarterbacks on here. Yeah. JT, I mean, yeah. B. John, Kelsey, AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, Dak. Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned the twenty dollars. I was thinking about that today too. Like, listen, like I, it's twenty dollars for a lot of reasons, and one of them is I'm also kind of experimenting with a couple of settings, like the one running back starting slot. I think I think I have a a point two points per carry in there somewhere, right? So like you know, and also like hey, you know, just fucking around. I don't know. Maybe later on tonight at the if the one hundred eight and. I'm feeling frisky. I don't know. Maybe I pulled Jamar Chase out of my ass. I don't know. We'll see. But so if but, I, that's the thing. That's the other thing. Like if I take Chase or Jefferson, before, let's say one of those guys falls to me, what do I do that? Right. I, I'm going to take them, but then what do I do at 203 at that point? Do I double down and take AJ Brown and go with like a right, wide receiver right. build? Maybe, what, especially with the third round reversal, I might be able to get. I don't know, a lave or something really fun. I would say that if there's a Jefferson or a Chase there at 110, I think you trade the pick. Because yeah, people are gonna be like, oh shit, Jefferson fell fell to 110. Oh, you know what I mean? Like and I'm still gonna trade him. I'm still gonna want J- Justin Jefferson value for him. Right. And yeah, you'll get more for that 110 than you would, you know, if right. it was somebody else. So maybe. Yeah, if someone's willing to do it. We'll see. All right. Fun fun stuff, fun stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, the 110 I thought was an ideal position because I'll get an elite player, hopefully a quarterback coming back around. And then third round reversal, obviously, you want to be in the top, you know, a couple picks there. Yeah. All right. Want to land the plane on this sucker? Yeah, that's it. All right. Please subscribe, rate, and review. It does us. Uh, a lot of good with the algorithm. Please give some love to our YouTube channel. Uh, we post uh, segments of the uh, episodes on the YouTube channel. We're also going to be putting more videos on there uh, soon. Uh, Jesse also going to be talking some prospect video uh, videos on, on the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, so please subscribe there. Turn on notifications, like, comment, feed the algorithm what it must be fed. Uh, time for plugs. Jesse, tell us about DWZ and, and what's been going on there and, and uh, all that jazz. Well, this podcast should be coming out. First of all, I just want to remind everybody on the anniversary of the greatest day. Well, it's the 49th anniversary of the greatest day in human history. And then you'll also want to turn. I'm going to let you figure out what that is. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> and then also turn in, tune into uh Dynasty Warzone Network for Dynasty War Games. We come out 
um, usually on Mondays, Tuesdays, but just turn tune into the feed, subscribe to the feed, and um, you'll get our podcast. Also, if you subscribe on YouTube to the Dynasty Warzone Network, you'll get our video, our podcast and video form as well, plus some shorts that we're going to start doing. Um, have you figured out what, what that date in history is yet? Yeah, uh, you're, you're clearly talking about the, uh, the Turkish invasion of, uh, of northern Cyprus in 1974. Well, while that was <laughs> very momentous, um, number, that's number three. Number two is the oh, fifth the articles of impeachment were voted on uh, against Nixon and the House Judiciary Committee. <laughs> no, that's the oh, because that's actually one. a pretty good day because fuck Richard Nixon. But this happened earlier in the day, so um, it was also the fifth anniversary of the moon landing, supposed moon landing. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. yeah. So and also um, the birth of your co-host. Yes. Yeah. And I was so July 20th then, huh? Yes. July 20th. My, my cousin, uh, you know, close cousin of mine is, is July 20th actually. Oh, is yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Must be a great guy. So you're, uh, it's a woman you're on the, <laughs> she must be a great gal. Sorry. You're on the, so you're on the cusp really of, 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 of cancer. And does Leo start yet in the 20th or no? Leo starts the 23rd. 23rd. Okay. Hmm. So yes, I am on the cusp. I've been told that my whole life, my mother, Anytime she wanted to blame some shit I was doing on me, she'd say that's, you know, you're being a Leo or some stupid shit. We we do agree that that is just a complete made up. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not really into astrology. Like when I was younger, I, I like I was kind of like interested in it. I don't see all these like coincidences and, and things like that. But I don't really I don't really I don't really buy it because, um, you know, essentially, I don't really buy anything that's all that, you know, whatever, supernatural or, or whatever. I, what I love is like, um, you know, like fucking people will like hit you with a car and go, <laughs> LOL, I'm such a Scorpio. Like, <laughs> like, no, maybe you're just a dick, right? Like, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at FFJunkie underscore, um, uh, going for two.com, rankings and articles, uh, uh, live Saturday night podcast, Dynasty Saturday Night 5, 7.30, with the Going for Two fam on their YouTube channel, Going for Two live YouTube channel, RPO football, uh, I'm in the middle of making a buy-sell stash video or like maybe a couple videos to break it up so it's not like an hour long i'm gonna be posting that soon on their their youtube channel you can follow this show on twitter at dynasty fever pod that's a wrap thanks for listening happy birthday Yeah, yeah, he definitely seems like an ass smacker. <laughs>